What is going on, everybody? We are just going to jump right into it today. We are joined right now with tonight's feature winner, Toby Chapman, the driver of the seven, uh, just seven C today. Yeah, so the guy drives almost every number he can think of. Like I literally, it was a joke for a while here during weekly racing of, "Hey, Toby, what car are you in tonight?" Oh, you know, I'm, I'm going to drive the 40X tonight. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely played some musical chairs at the uh, the. Uh, ride department this year so <laughs> we're in the seventh seat tonight uh i picked up the feature win uh locking yourself into the big dance for tomorrow night toby just kind of run us through your night yeah i mean you know won the heat race and uh you know and then set us up for uh, a second row inside for the feature and you know jason got out there quite a ways i mean he's probably straight away out on me and got the lab traffic ran him down and i could see you know i I did get underneath him uh, about five to go, I suppose it was, and uh, he kind of chopped me getting into three, and I lost the momentum there, but then uh, he went to the very bottom where I was trying to get underneath him, and he started catching the rut, and it threw him out of the groove, and I went in a little higher and drove underneath him, and going into three, I was just, you know, checkers or wreckers on this one, because I knew he'd try and chop me again, but... He must have turned away and got out of the way. So, <laughs> You know, you, you talked about winning your heat race. How big of a sigh of a relief was it when you saw that you were in only the third heat race and not seven or eight? Oh, it was relief big time, you know, because last night it was horrible, you know, in the 10th heat race and, you know, couldn't go nowhere. I got banged around a little bit and I think I, well, I started fourth and I think I fell back to about six or so, you know, got back to third. So, yeah, it was... Uh, it was nice to have a decent heat race, you know, for night. So, do you think he could work the heat, work the track after heat race seven or eight, or, or are we just going to be wasting more time? Well, that would be nice, but you know, you know, I don't. That's up to him. You know, I mean, <laughs> well, he left it up to the fans last night. Yeah. So yeah, he should he should work it, you know, in between, you know, yeah, give everybody a fair shot from the back, you know. I mean, last night I was in that C feature and it was rubbered up right away. You know, shit, we couldn't pass nothing, you know. I mean, it was miserable. I even went and had some words with him and told him if I had to race on a track like then and like like tonight, like it was last night, we were gonna maybe put on a show on the front stretch. <laughs> we were going to get that boxing match. Yep, yep. Yeah, because I actually went and asked him if, uh, aren't them tuners supposed to be uh, boxing tonight? And I was like, maybe we could have a double hitter. <laughs> he just got And on the undercar tonight. <laughs> so, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, tonight's uh, is a big 180 from last night. Like I said, you locked yourself into the, uh, to the big show. Uh, you're... Now, I'm not really sure on the format. Was it the locking in the first three rows yesterday, and then uh, today was the, uh, the yep, yep. next three rows? Yeah. So. Four, five, and six. Yep, so you'll, yep. you should start somewhere about. I think fourth row inside. Yeah. I, I can't remember if, if they, they'll rack you guys based on your passing points. Yeah, I don't don't know how they're going to do it. I I don't pay any attention to how they do it. We get yeah. The yeah, that's what, all, you know. Every even the weekly deals. Yeah, wherever they put me, that's where I start. <laughs> however it works out. So, well, regardless of where you're starting, what's it going to take to uh, pull off the uh, the big card tomorrow night? Well, I mean, it's going to be probably a good start on the bottom, and uh, hopefully get by a few cars and get up. You know, at least in the top five or six. You know, to in the first few laps to be able to be there at the end. I think. You can easily go 
five wide through the corners here. Oh, yeah. But you can't exit the corner that wide. No, no. Yeah. And, and, you know, you're talking about trying to get everything you can on those starts, especially that initial start. But corner exit, you don't have much room to work the track no. to be able to, you know, go lower and get a runoff or go higher and get a runoff. Yeah, yeah, no. So you're kind of stuck. Yeah. But, I mean, definitely it's better to be on the bottom, you know, so you don't get stuffed in the fence or something like that, you know, coming off the corner, so. Yeah, I'd I much get. rather be where I'm at than, <laughs> or, you know, and a little closer to the front on the inside would even be better. So but, now, uh, are you going to cheat that start tomorrow night then, so you can probably, get a little bit closer? Yeah. <laughs> Might have to put a deep ass gear in it, maybe beat everybody to the corner or something like that. Who knows? So now oh, I can hear it now. Seven C. Yeah. We don't start the race till the white tire. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Now, the big question is, uh, how much Crown Cokes are you going to be drinking tonight? Well, I'm going to probably take it easy tonight, just so I'm good for tomorrow. Yep. Then we celebrate. You yeah, know, don't have to be anywhere Monday. So You're getting old. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting old. I don't recover as quick as I used to. It was 20 years ago. <laughs> Yeah, I'm still struggling from last night yeah. slash this morning. Yeah, yeah last night was, was definitely rough. I was sitting there waiting, dozing off. Oh, man. But, you know, hey, we got her done, so. Yeah, better late to the program uh, than never. Uh, James Rollins finally joining us. Uh, <laughs> he had to go find a cold Bud- Budweiser. I'm disappointed he didn't bring us any melons. Um, I knew That's exactly two nights where in a row. Budweiser was. Well, let me tell you what I went to go find. Uh, Jake Bubach, the winner of our Race of Champions, there was a little bit of confusion down there. They thought that they could take the feature winner sign, but we're still going to need it tomorrow. So that's a little bit of extra motivation for the 74 B team to get up there and be quick. Yeah, they tried to steal the feature winner sign. I don't think they did it intentionally. I think that somebody had maybe just, you know, every once in a while you just think things. Like my dad said, that's what you get for thinking. So yeah. I kind of went on a little bit of a wild goose chase. I had to break poor Ron Sarderson's heart taking it back. He already had it on the wall down in the Quonset, so. But we got it back for tomorrow night, so you got something to shoot for, Toe. Nice, nice. Maybe I can steal it tomorrow night. <laughs> That's going to be the plan, tomorrow, right? You can have it. I don't yeah, care. Yeah, Nobody cares. Perfect, perfect. Love to have it. <laughs> Yeah, well, I guess uh, that's all I got for you. Um, I'll let you get back and celebrating your uh, your victory tonight, and uh, we want to thank you for jumping on with us. Hey, thank you. Uh, it was great being on here. Thank hey, you. Hey, make sure to thank all our great sponsors. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Fred's at Parkway, uh, Herbie Zeman, Tapping and Tooling, um, Onyx Wraps, Trump 2020, man, Randy Floodman for sure. You know, we're kind of teamed up, you know, over the years. I mean, I originally just started driving for him, but. Over the years, I've slowly got, you know, I got a car, he's got a car, and so now if we junk one, it's not such a pain in the ass to get one back out the next day. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned uh, Fred's at Parkway. I could go for one of their peanut, world-famous peanut butter burgers right now. I could go for one of those world-famous chili cheeseburgers. Oh, I love the chili cheeseburgers. So I just good. had one this week. It stopped in I, there Tuesday. I kind of want to have one now. I have no idea what you guys are talking no, about. Fred's I'm a council of guy. I don't know about Fred's yep, Parkway. Yep, but right. you, you like bar food, so you'll yeah. you'll fit in just fine. Yep. Have you seen my belly? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unfortunately, no. I saw a little bit of too much of it today. You know, I think our boss has seen more today than she ever wanted to. Yes. And she's walking away, so that's no comment on her part. And the best part is... Is, it's going to be even hotter tomorrow. I might break oh. out the booty shorts. Uh, please don't. That. Yeah. Oh wait, no. The gross. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Gross. Dan, Dan's showing us true colors right now. I haven't really <laughs> seen my girlfriend since Wednesday, so 
<laughs> so James is looking good right now. <laughs> All right, we talked about it a little bit last night. Uh, some guys that didn't lock in, they uh, they locked in today. We got guys like Stu Steiner locking in. He picked up that final transfer spot to lock himself in the uh, feature. Uh, Chad Cook locked himself in, and uh, our defending champion Jason Martin also locked himself in. You know, we actually pegged Chad Cook with a new nickname today. I was over at Joe's with him a couple months ago, and uh, he rolled up for the race after mine, and there was a guy named Rusty Shackelford. Now, I don't know if you guys might not all know Chad Cook, but he's from Wichita Falls, Texas, so one of me and Chad's common bonds is either good country music or king of the hill. I had no idea. Thank God you didn't say the Dallas Cowboys because you can get the fuck out right now. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm definitely a Cowboys fan, and so is Chad Cook. So he needs to win something real quick so we can come on here and just run you over. (laughs) But no, um, Rusty Shackelford is the name that he goes by at Joe's. All right, race fans, we are joined by last night's uh, preliminary feature winner, Ethan Varro out of Bloomington, Indiana. Ethan, your uh, day started off pretty good. You picked up the cornhole uh, victory, and... uh, you just kind of took that momentum and rolled into your heat race and uh, kind of walked away with that and started up on the pool of the feature. And once again, you ran away, kind of just kind of run through your night a little bit and, you know, throughout the day. And how you guys, you know, prepared that 14 machine for this racetrack? Yeah, yesterday was good all the way around. I mean, Wednesday started off good when we was headed here. We was all pumped up. We was ready to go. We won the last two races at home. So we had, you know, we had a good car coming here. So that that helped a bunch. And then we got here we were really fast in practice and then our uh, race of champions heat race we started on the tail well seventh and uh came up to second uh we was kind of catching clint benson there for a little bit but he was just so far out i, I wasn't going to have anything for him unless we had a caution and then uh that that just gave us a good head of steam going into friday and then we kind of got our heads down a little bit we drew a 144 so we knew we was going to be in the back but uh you just got to treat it like any other race you just got to do what you can do and go as hard as you can go you can't give anything on these guys so um i went in there on the first turn i seen a little bit of moisture on the bottom and all those guys went in there and missed it which this place is notorious for the top being fast around here but if you're going to pass cars you got to be able to go where they're not and i just seem to drive right around them and get around the bottom really good so um yeah that set us up good and uh they lined the feature up off of passing points i'm assuming so that put us on the pole and um we didn't really change much. I mean, the car was good, and Roger kept working the racetrack, and I, I knew he was going to cut the rubber off of it so it wasn't a one-lane rubber-down racetrack. So we didn't really change much. The track was going to be pretty close to the same, and when we took off, I seen I kind of pulled Drukey there down the straightaway, and I just hit my marks on the bottom for a little while and seen a couple lap cars, and they were ripping the top, and I was still around the bottom, and I had to move up because, I mean, I was going to get freight trained if I didn't. It always goes to the top here. It's just a matter of when do you go when you can't, when you're not watching cars in front of you. It's hard to do when you're not chasing anybody. And I moved up the right time. We just ran off with it. Now, the way this format set up, your heat race is pretty much sets you up for the weekend. Uh, you got to win your heat race to transfer in that A main. Uh, you were kind of in the mid to kind of middle of the pack heat races. You think if you went out in one of the later heat races, like, you know, 10 or 11, where the tracks start taking rubber, if your uh, whole fortune would be different? Oh, yeah, it'd be completely different. I mean, it started taking rubber. And then, I mean, a few of those uh, consies, I don't know which ones it was, they took rubber and it was one lane. A couple of buddies of ours, they got, they were in the, one was in the D, one was in the C, and they transferred through the D, but then it took real hard rubber at the end of the D. And we was helping them change stuff back there before they went on to the next one. It was just so single file, you weren't going to pass. So, yeah, if we'd have gotten a later heat race, if it would have been dead slick, I mean, there would have been a little bit of passing, but the track was still good enough when we went out that, uh, it, it was a multi-groove racetrack. It wasn't one lane or so dead slick that everybody was going slow. So 
we got we got pretty fortunate, and it just all the stars aligned for us. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you started dead last in the heat race, picked up the victory. Uh, you mentioned, you know, with the running away from Drukey and all that. He's one of the, uh, I would say, he's one of the favorite local favorites here. Um, have you raced with a lot of these guys before, or is this the only time you get to race with kind of the, the mix of the group? Um, what's your uh, guys' basically 305 program like at back at home? Yeah, well, I just, I mean, most of these guys out here I just race with once a year. And, yeah, Tyler, man, that guy's super quick. He's he's fast every year we come out here. There's, I mean, with 120 cars or whatever there is here, I mean, there's 50 of them that could win it. I mean, there's, there's so many fast cars here, and you just got to be on your A game. And sometimes, I mean, it takes a little bit of luck, too. I mean, yeah, we were good, but, you know, it takes a little bit of luck. And then, uh, but when you come to Indiana, I mean, I, I put our series against any series around. I mean, it's, we got... 20 to 24 cars and you're getting eight or ten cars that can win every single night i mean it's it's never a one car show and there's always fast cars you come to indiana it's just i mean it's there's a lot of sprint car racing that goes on in indiana so you got some good drivers and um so that that kind of helps that we have a little little bit better of a caliber than some places so we we have a pretty pretty fast pace every weekend so when we come out here it's it's not like we're not used to the speed but the the competition out here there's just so much it takes a little bit of luck to get locked in what kind of car counts do you get back at home on a just a regular weekly basis well there's there's eight of us out here so they had a race uh last night at bloomington speedway they they still got uh 17 cars but there's a few cars that traveled because they threw up a little extra money because some of us were going to be gone but uh the most we had this year we went down to hobstock we got uh 29 cars so we we get 29 but on a regular weekly basis, we're getting anywhere from 22 to 26. Now, you mentioned, you know, Bloomington Speedway, uh, Hopstadt. That's non-wing country, basically. Uh, is there a lot of wing cars there? Or, I mean, do you guys I, – I know you run without the wing every now and then. Yeah, Dan Roberts, he started the race saver thing. It's been – I've been in it for uh, – I think this is my fifth or sixth year. And I ran non-wing cars for nine or ten years before I'd done this. And I, I still do run occasionally. We've run – two or three times this year should have we had one at Paragon wrapped up for the midget week show we had it one with eight to go and had a little bit of misfortune there but yeah um, a little slide job gone wrong yeah that's <laughs> but that that's what happens uh should have could have been prevented but that's that's how it goes um and then last week a couple of weeks ago we went to Bloomington with it and won our heat race uh, more misfortune we blew up crossing the checkered flag after we won the heat race so uh we'll get it put back together in a little bit more but yeah i've, I've ran non-wing so uh, Mickey Smith, I mean, he he drove in the 80s, and, I mean, he was killer, man. He won a ton of races at Hobstadt and Bloomington and uh, the old Lawrenceburg. He, he was he was tough back in his day when he raced with Kevin Hotley and all those guys. And um, his uncle, of course, everybody knows who Carl Kinzer is. So Never heard of the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, his, his mom and Carl are brother and sister, so he goes down to Carl. And Car- Carl gives us a lot of tips, um, you know, teaches us how to get faster and do just little things that, you know, money can't buy. So that that's what makes everybody fast is when you just got to get that little bit of an edge in a class like this when everybody's so even. You know, Carl has a few feature wins under his belt here at this place. Uh, <laughs> have you guys tried to get him to come on the road with you and give you some uh, set of advice? No, I've, I've begged him to come, and he just he I think he would come. He just doesn't like the fact if he doesn't want to be bothered. He, I mean, if he came, it'd just be like an entourage. He'd, oh yeah, world famous. He, yeah, he he wouldn't. He wouldn't get to enjoy the race, and we begged him and begged him to come, and we can't even get him to come at home. So maybe if we traveled a little bit, he might he might do that. But we haven't asked him to come yet. But we're wanting to uh, stretch our stretch our legs and do some 360 stuff next year if we can get something worked out and you know travel a little bit and not run so many points races and go you know once or twice a month and go do some 360 things and then try and run that 360 national deal at Knoxville and 
uh, if we get him to help us on that, I think we'd be pretty good. Now that you're locked into the big show on Sunday, kind of what's your plan today? Are you going to race the race of champions or, uh, you know, kick back, you know, drink a couple cold ones and just kind of enjoy the night? Yeah, we're just going to hang out today. Uh, we were going to start on the third row of the race of champions. And, yeah, I mean, I know it pays a 1000 to win. It's more laps on the track. But um, we've got one car, one motor here. So, I mean, we've got a good car. We know we're good. We know we can beat these guys. So we want to keep it good. We want to keep it fresh. I want to be good. I want. To, I don't want to take a chance to tear anything up or psyching ourselves out, thinking the track's going to change. We're going to go into Sunday with a similar setup to what we had last night and just try to keep it all the same. And we're, we're not going to do much, so I'm just going to chill out and drink some beer and help some buddies back in the pits from Indiana today and help them get locked in get these Indiana guys in here. You know, I, I heard a rumor about you guys, and I learned that you're actually just down the road. We're basically camping neighbors. I heard you guys are some hellacious party animals, so are we going to see you over in the Melon Bar tonight? Oh, yeah, we'll be at the Melon Bar. Last night, we didn't go to bed at like 4 in the morning. Of course, we were all on a on a high, you know. We were all excited and wound up. That was the biggest win of my career, man. I've been racing a long time, and I've, I've won several features, but that right there takes the cake. I mean, when you can come out here and race with those guys and and beat them like that that's i mean that just proves that we're we're getting better and we're going to be hard to handle but yeah today we're just going to party and i don't plan on going to bed when it's over you know All talking right. about the biggest win of your career i mean yeah that was a tough one coming out of the losers bracket uh coughing it up that first <laughs> round and and needing to, and, and beating a fellow family member to win that uh, a confident one at that too so uh, I, I think I agree with you wholeheartedly. <laughs> yeah, we, we play cornhole all the time at home, man. All my buddies come over. We'll grill out and drink beer and set up cornhole. We'll play just cash games for cash, or we'll we'll play a tournament, and everybody just pays per team or per person or however you want to do it. So we play quite a bit at home. And, yeah, me and Judd, we threw like crap the first, the first game. I thought we were in big trouble, which I had to uh, – throw sober so that was that was kind of a different game of cornhole for me but <laughs> i think that was was that your dad that you were playing against in the championship yeah my, my dad and todd Sturgis. he helps bradley stare here on the 23 car he's from indiana too and he, he works for us back home we got a family-owned business and so i spent a lot of time with him him and dad were partners and they they're good so they they didn't lose a game all night so we had to beat him or all day so we had to beat him twice and they kept giving us crap saying they were just gonna wax us we got that first game out of the way pretty quick and then uh, I think we got in their head a little bit and got them to throw one off. They were trying to buy my front stretch boards off me. <laughs> you made a, you could have made boards. a buck or so. I, I, I told them 250 They did. I knew they was going to do that. I, told, I said, let's just play on a board that nobody's played on yet. We'll make it an even playing field. Nobody's played on different bags, everything. We'll make it even. And they said, oh, no, we've played on these the whole, the whole day. We want to play on these. And we was like, okay. And then that was a joke all night last night. We told them we kicked their ass on their own boards. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Speaking of kicking ass, you definitely did it this uh, last night, picking up that feature win. Uh, hoping the best of luck for you for the uh, Sunday night's race, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again in Victory Lane and uh, get you back on here Sunday night to recap everything. Yeah, I hope so, man. we got a good start spot. So as uh, long as I'm on, on cue and mix on cue and we, we keep up at the racetrack and make the right decisions, of course we get a hot lap session before, so... Um, we'll be fairly close, and if he keeps the racetrack like he did Friday night, which was phenomenal, I mean, you couldn't have asked for anything better after he reworked that rubber. I watched him cut it you up. You must have a- not have been on Facebook ben, then because uh, everybody was complaining about the racetrack well, last it, night. I mean, it, it, it was terrible, and I mean, it was. But, I mean, when, when it's this windy, it's been windy all weekend. The sun's out. I mean, I, I, I work with dirt for a living. I know how it is. It's hard to keep up with. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I mean. I mean, right now, you know, you got the track and, baking in the sun for four or five hours. Yeah, and, and you got you got so many cars yeah. running, you can't you don't have time to stop and work the racetrack for an hour. You know, every time you run two races, you just can't keep up with it. So sometimes you just got to roll with it, and you get what you get. But 
I, he worked it right before that B, and they ran that B, and it blew off a little bit, but not bad. I don't think it would have retook rubber in the feature, but it definitely would have been dead slick and not as racy. And when he went out and reworked it right before we went out, that, that was the best thing he could have done because I think the, the racetrack was phenomenal. And of course I won. Everybody's going to think I'm biased. But regardless, I think the racetrack was really good in the feature. Hey, let me ask you about your starting position. Obviously, you're going to be starting on the pole for Sunday's race. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about it last night. Some drivers feel like starting on the pole is the worst place to start. Uh, what are your thoughts and Agreed. kind of take on starting on the pole and then the first opening laps? What are you thinking? I hate starting on the pole anywhere. Uh, you always want to be the dog, not the rabbit. Uh, and I'm I'm going to be the rabbit. Everybody's chasing me. It's it's hard it's hard to pick your lanes. Um, I mean, you got guys behind you that are that are searching for faster grooves to get around you. So w- when you're stuck and you feel like you're fast, you you think you're fast till there's somewhere faster. So it's just a fact of knowing you know when to move you just got to hit your marks and run as fast as you can to get away and just having a little bit of experience the past five years coming here it kind of helps so if the bottom's good and i can get away those first few laps um i mean i know i gotta move up it's just hoping i move up at the right time and just get in line and you got to pick your way through lap traffic so the track's got to be good for that too you either got to throw some bomb sliders because this place your entry speed's so fast it's hard to throw a slider i mean especially going into one you drive into one wide open i mean there's there's no lifting when you go into one and then going into three that that's where you get a lot of your sliders coming from but you drift so far off coming off of four that you lose you lose a lot of speed so all it takes is one guy to rip the lip in three and four and they're on your ass i mean it doesn't take much so it's just um I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. You got to think the whole time you're out there. There's a, it's a huge thinking process, and you just got to hope you make the right decisions. You good? Yeah, that answers my question. Okay. Nailed. Yeah, no problems. All right, Ethan, we want to thank you for stopping up here, uh, talking to us. Like I said, good luck Sunday night. Hopefully, we'll be talking to you again and recapping, you know, the big victory here at Eagle Raceway. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. I appreciate. It. I want to thank my sponsors too. Uh, I got a couple of them here: Bridalwood Consulting, Scott Levy. Um, he came on last year and. He uh, he upped the ante this year, and he helped us get some new stuff, and um, it, it definitely helped. Mickey Smith, that guy's a genius. I mean, he's right out of Carl Kinzer's, you know what, if you know what I'm going to say. But <laughs> he's uh, he's he's good, man. The, the race car is good. I'm good. We click well. He listens to me. Uh, I listen to him. He's got a lot of knowledge, so I'm you know I'm more than willing to learn. I want to get faster. So um, thank him for a great race car. My dad and mom, they're the biggest supporters. They've supported me since I've been racing. Um, since I was 11. They've kept me in it. They've never gave up on me in the bad times or the good. So um, I thank that. And then my fiance, she's here. My sister, uh, Myers Outdoor Maintenance, Judd Myers, he's here. Um, LES Electric, Jake Dodds Music, Borrow Excavating, uh, A-plus Trucking, Bang, Tracy, he came on board this year. Um, and then I got to thank God, man, because with, with without that, there is there is no race, and I'm I'm a very blessed person. A lot of people would love to do this. You see a lot of fans come back there, and they just, you know, there's a lot of little kids. And I remember being that little kid. My dad raced, and you want to be that driver. So, um, if if anybody takes anything from this, all the drivers, I hope they pay attention to the kids because um, the kids are what's going to keep this sport going when it, you know, when we get out of it. This you got to keep the kids interested, and you don't see it much anymore. So, as, as if you got to keep the kids happy, if you want to see racing continue. And I just know what it's like, so I hope that all these drivers just take all the kids into consideration and keep them happy, too. Yeah, most definitely. We were all that little kid one time. So, uh, so again, congratulations, and like I said, hope to see you in victory lane on Sunday. Uh, now, if we get the chance, we're going to call him the Big C himself, Rusty Shackelford. 
Like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah. That's selected by Chad. You well, don't get to pick your own nickname. Yeah, we just had we had. Uh, well, it was my idea, but he approved. Okay. Okay, because we just had Brad Sweet on there, and he told the story about how he got the big cat nickname, and he's like, "You can't pick your own nickname," so I'm stuck with this one. Yeah. But she's uh, is one hell of a night. I mean, uh, where do we start? Yeah. Again, going through eleven heat races, seven cars in each heat race. Uh, the track, you know, I'm I'm kind of struggling to to. To figure out what Roger could do other than taking a break around heat race seven or eight when it kind of starts to take rubber a little bit and completely rework the track and then maybe it's a little more fresh for that G feature you know maybe shift up where he's working the track a little bit because it is kind of frustrating for those guys that are in the ninth tenth and eleventh heat race there's not a lot of moving you can do no there's not but I mean you kind of dealt with that I mean, when you roll in, you, you get that draw, and that's the, the hand you were dealt, basically. So. I tell you, I'm sitting here watching these guys going through turns one and two, and I swear, apex of one, getting into two, they're doing like 15 miles an hour. Because <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so it, slick. You got you to gotta roll down that motor big yeah. time just to, you know, keep them spinning out, basically. So it's, uh, it's a bit of a frustrating thing, but, you know, that's, on the other flip side of it, you could say that's the luck of the draw. And, and a lot of this... This race weekend is about luck. It's get your right draw, stay out of trouble, hammer down, and, and go get it. And uh, and if, if you end up being, like Toby talked about, if you end up being 8th, ninth, 10th, or 11th heat race, you're kind of in, t- in trouble. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and, and when you get in those good spots, you got to take advantage of those. Yeah. And he did tonight, definitely. Uh, we mentioned some guys earlier just a little bit ago. Uh, that we thought we were going to lock in. Jason Martin finally got locked in. Yeah. Uh, uh, who else? Chad Cook locked in, we mentioned earlier. Ryan Gullion, or Adam Gullion didn't. Yeah, that's that's good news for you. That's saving your ass cheek. I feel. I mean, I kind of feel bad for the guy because he is kind of a friend of mine. Kind of. Uh, but uh, but I really, really don't want a tattoo of AGR on my butt cheek. So I think I, that, I'm sure he totally wants one of your face, Dan. I think he kind of does. He, he I might. I personally think you got a good-looking logo with your front stretch podcast. I think that'd be better than that ugly mug of yours. Yeah, I just I think this mug's going to be around a lot longer than the front stretch will. I mean, time. I mean, who knows? I mean, I could kick it tomorrow after the weekend. <laughs> <I've had. laughs> but I, I thought maybe a caricature of my face would be a little bit more torture for him, especially since I, I kind of pictured like him walking down the hallway and Andrea seeing my face on his ass. Why would you do that to that girl? I, I get I get tormenting him, but that's true. What she ever do to you? That's it. Does you know what? That's a good point. It may be more torture for her than him. He's never going to see it. No, but so I'm yeah. Adam didn't get locked in, but coming back around I don't know, to they've it. They've been married a while, so maybe she nine years. See it that I much think anyway. Yeah, uh, she might be sick of his ass already. <laughs> yeah, Jason Martin gets locked in. Chad Cook, after he should have been locked in last night, gets locked in. Boy, Stu Snyder and Zach Blurton had one hell of a battle those last three laps for the final transfer spot. Yeah, they definitely did. I was, I was, you know, Stu's been my pick to win it all week. I, it's not looking great right now with being the final transfer spot in. But, you know, we got, what is the, what's the feature, 40 laps yeah. tomorrow night? So, I mean, that's 40 big laps. He definitely knows his way around here. So, I mean, he can, he can work his way up if the track conditions are right and he just capitalizes on any opportunity that he has. 
Yeah, I think for as strong as he's been this year, I've been a little surprised at how kind of almost flat he's looked at the Race Saver Nationals. But, I mean, you can say the same thing for Adam Gillian. I mean, he is our track champion, and he's not locked in. So that says a lot to the caliber of competition we have out here. And I'll say the same. I'll throw Jason Martin in there, too. I've been a little surprised at the lack of pop from him. And Jake Bubak, I think, was one of them, too. And then he went and raced the Race of Champions. And (laughs) now there goes that. Yeah, he spanked everybody in that race, the Champions race, uh, that we had after the feature tonight. So... Uh, so also Claude Estes, Mark Pace, uh, Jason Danley, and uh, Bradley Sterrett get locked in. Jay Russell, too. Uh, Jay's been one of those guys that's been coming out on a weekly basis, uh, running here, and uh, and it showed tonight. He, he looked really, really strong during the feature. I, I saw that uh, his, his wife uh, put out on Facebook after he picked up that heat race victory that Jay mentioned the motor wasn't sounding quite right, so I don't know what they did to it. Um, I know they don't have another motor, so it definitely was a motor change or anything like that. But, I mean, he looked good in the feature. I mean, locking himself in, yeah. that's what he needed to do. So, a uh, good night of racing all in all. And, uh, once again, congrats to Toby Chapman getting the job done. Yeah, uh, definitely. He looked really, really good. And uh, able to move around, too. We talked a little bit about the race of champions. I mean, that was kind of... I think the only thing surprising that came out of that was watching Tyler Drukey go around all by himself in three and four. Yeah, you don't see that too often. Yeah. Well, that and there was that little bit of smoke off Jason Martin those last couple laps. Kind of, you know, I wonder if that was a tire rub, just getting caught up in the slick, or, you know, that might be a good one to ask yeah. a little later on. Yeah. Because he did, I, I, either he lost the engine or he shut it off to protect it, but he was not under power during those last yeah, laps. Yeah, I mean, even down on his cool-off lap, he shut it down and yeah. it stopped on the front stretch, so. Yeah. I don't know if it was just getting hot or it could have been, you know, oil overflow, just, you know. And we did find out last night through uh, through Cody Ledger's team that uh, it is perfectly legal to change engines over the weekend. You will maintain your starting position, but that new engine has to go through a full set of tech. And Stan was in the booth tonight talking about everything they did to that 47 car's engine to make sure it was legal and everything passed with flying colors. No titanium this no year, boys. Titanium. No titanium. Boy, did he give us an earful last <laughs> he night. He did. <laughs> <laughs> he was mad at us for not picking Cody Ledger more often. Yeah, but... but you know, who knows? Cody could be a little dark horse. I, I always like the way Cody drives. He's, he's pretty aggressive behind the wheel and um, never shy to attack. Yeah, Cody's definitely one of those win-it-or-wear kind of guys. Yeah. So, I mean, he's definitely fun to watch. You never know where he's going to throw that car, and he, when he does, he surprises you every single time. You know, and that's definitely what makes you a fan favorite is somebody that's not afraid to make that little bit of risky move, whether it pays off or not. Yeah, I'm just looking through my notes to see if there's anything else. I don't think so. I mean, I think, you know, I, that, that pretty much wraps the preliminary, preliminary nights of uh, the Race Saber Nationals. Yeah, and uh, tomorrow is going to be even hotter, so uh, expect a little bit more of a slick track. And... Uh, and a little bit more of a, a difficult track to run for these guys. But uh, starting a little bit later and uh, excited to see what Dr. Danger does and, um, and see who's uh, going to be the one that's going to be crossing the checkered flags first. It'll definitely be an interesting night for sure. I, get, I guess we can do what we do best now. Let's get drinking, boys. Okay. Yep, to Melon Bar we go. All right, we'll check everybody tomorrow night after this we re I might have already been drinking. We're going to check everybody tomorrow night on the flip side. Uh, Yeah, that's it. Fuck it. I'm done. All right. Good night. (laughs)